Hello, this is Hot Stuff Guy. You're listening to MBWS with Brendo and Keith. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Massive Buds Wrestling Show. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Stoner Keith. And we're at your place. Yeah, yeah, having a... Having a nice little smoke sesh. Cause you've been having some car trouble. Yeah, just having some bullshit. Uh, bullshit, bullshit. And, uh, you got a sick kid. Yeah, sick kid. Got, got a whole, whole lot of stuff going on for the holidays, you know? It's, it's all when happening. When it rains, it pours. But we got, we just did a dab and then you got this new pen. Got these new pens from Bright Labs here. It's been puffing on, so it's kind of making the day better. And they don't need, uh, there are no button. USB charged or? Yes, USB charged, uh, into your computer, no buttons. So how much is, how much is the pen? Uh, you know, I do the pens for free if you buy two cartridges. How much are the cartridges? Cartridges are 35 each. Alright. So yeah, you do the 70, you get the whole battery pack shebang for free. And we've got the website up now yes, at realkindmeds420.com. Yeah, yes. It's got links to Weed Maps, it's got our deals, phone number, information, yep. contact. Pictures can, be coming up soon. Yeah, I put some pictures yeah, on. pictures, we'll get some more web design. More trying to stuff. So yeah, check us out there, definitely. Yeah, so, um, any other specials, any other stuff? No, man, I got some nice, uh, double sour OG that I put on the Double menu sour OG. Yeah, that one's pretty nice. Does that mean it's really sour? It means it's, uh, sour diesel with an OG. Hmm. So it's got a nice little kind of hybrid mix to it. So yeah, we will be bringing some of that tomorrow night with us. Um, yeah, we're getting ready to hit up the bar wrestling. Yeah, bar wrestling. You know what else I'm excited about that we're hitting up? We're hitting up that big walk. Hell yeah. I've been waiting for Big Walk for a while, man. I love that's Big Walk. Good. Yeah, it's going to be some grub. I am a Big Walk fan. And uh, and then we got Bar Wrestling. Bar Wrestling. Baldwin Park. I think it's going to be a good show. I realized a little too late because I had double booked myself that tomorrow is Star Wars Day. And, oh, because uh, Star Wars is releasing. I had already, right, huh? my friend had bought me a ticket, but I uh, was like, nope, I'm going to do bar wrestling. I <laughs> guess I'll go, either I'll go late, late Thursday, or I'll go Friday. But don't you got the movie pass? Can't yeah. you just use your movie pass for that? Yeah, but I have but to, like, you be get there? a ticket, and I have to, like, go, like, if it's going to be, like, super sold out everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And I already had a ticket, but, like, I don't... I can't miss this. What time was the showing? Well, it was like at seven in Hollywood, uh, so yeah. not happening. Nope. But it's just fine. But I'm just like, I wonder if that's going to affect attendance tomorrow because nah. I think there's a pretty big overlap between Star Wars nerds and, and wrestling, wrestling nerds. fans. Um, I know me, but you know, I mean, Johnny, I'll be, I'll be shocked if Johnny Yuma is there taking tickets <coughs> like really? he normally does because he is one of the biggest Star Wars nerds that I know of. Huh. So if he is there tomorrow, that will show his dedication to bar wrestling. To bar wrestling. Um, I'd like to see him in the ring there. Yeah. Cause isn't he wrestling, is he been in, is he been wrestling at all in CWFH? Not in a while though. I saw him when hmm. I went there I back in hurts. June. Maybe he's hurt. Could be. I don't know. But no, I think it's going to still be a good show. Good, good I'm super you know excited I mean? about it. I mean, that's still a hard ticket to get them, Star Wars. You know, so <laughs> more wrestling is not that hard to get. 
I'm super excited for Star Wars. Um, well, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, but if you want to talk to us, hit us up at, uh, go to mbwspod.com. You can hit up, up the contact form there. Or if you want to email us, ask at mbwspod.com. We're also on Twitter at mbwspodcast, Instagram at mbwspodcast. We're on Facebook and all that stuff. Yeah, um, so hit us up. Send us some questions or just some comments, man. Or if you've been to a show, or you seen who are you into? You want us to check out who? Like, I mean, you saw some. Maybe you got a local guy that you would like in your town. That's cool. Send us some links. Send us your thoughts. Send us something, please. No. <laughs> um, if you have weed questions, yeah, can ask the. Dr. Keith over here. Um, speaking of Dr. Feel Good, uh, things I thought about this week while watching Wrestling High, I was listening to, um, friends of the show, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, um, this week, and they were talking about Battle Bowl. Are you familiar? Yeah, I've never heard of Battle, Battle Bowl. It was a WCW, um, started in, at Starcade, and it was, um, uh, the the concept is brilliant, but the execution not so much. Sounds like WCW. Um, so they would they would put all the wrestlers' names in a tumbler, and then they would draw tag teams. So there would be, um, and it was okay. like just random wrestlers. Oh, that's that's what um, what's it? Championship Wrestling of Hollywood does. Yeah, they do that with their well, they their Percy took Pringle. It from this. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so they have the tag team tournament, but it's not really a tournament. It's like a one round one tournament round. Okay. where so it'll be like you know Nasty Boy Knobs teaming up with. Johnny B. Bad against Nasty Boy Sags and Road Warrior Hawk. Yeah. And like, oh, they gotta fight each other. Bad guys teaming up with good guys, partners facing partners. Um, and then whoever the tag team that won. WCW execute this. Well, so then the tag team that won would go into the Battle Bowl, which was then a Battle Royal, and the winner of that Battle Royal got the Battle Bowl ring. Well, there you got a battle ring. That's what, yeah. that's what ruined it, right? Yeah. Well, you know, okay. for me, the fact that it was a ring was kind of dumb. And then the thing that ended up being dumb is, I think at first they really, I think they they didn't. I've heard different things. I heard at some point they didn't like rig the matches, oh. like the matchups. So like they were really, really dumb and like. And then even when they didn't rig it, like when they did rig it, where it was sub- like the matchup seemed kind of interesting, in actual execution, tag team matches with people that aren't used to tag teaming with each other or tag teaming yeah. at all, yeah. um, really suck. Yeah. Like I've tried to watch, cause Marty and Sarah were talking about it and it is terrible, but it's also kind of fun. And then the battle bowl itself is fun. Um, you know, 
But then it was also during a time when WCW had all those stupid Bill Watts rules where, like, you got disqualified if you went off the top rope or if you threw someone over the top rope. Oh, I remember so, like, that one. But yeah. it was, and it but it was a way, so because in the Battle Bowl where he had all these main event guys that didn't want to get pinned, that was the most common way that they got, like, eliminated was yes, getting disqualified, disqualified, which is a bunch of bullshit after, like, the sixth time it happens on the same show and the crowd is just like, Totally booing. Yeah. They're done. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so a lot of the battle bulls are really shitty. But sometimes it's really fun to get high and watch like really shitty WCW. For me, it's hard to get behind things that that don't involve a belt in wrestling. Yeah. I mean, a ring, I mean, it's, it's just, this isn't a Super Bowl. This isn't, you know, a a belt (laughs) is what you carry, you know? Um, it it took a while for me. No, to, I agree with you for, for the slammy to get over, and, and and you know the only one that got the slammy over Owen was Owen Hart carrying it baby. to the ring. Yeah, you know what I mean. That because when they tried to when the guy they tried to get him to start doing it a couple years ago, like when the Usos did it, it was like nope, no, no, it, you, stupid, get those work. out of here. You're work. not Owen Hart. It's over. You man. never will be. Heel yeah. Usos could have pulled that off. Face Usos, not could. in a million years. Yeah, I don't think anybody could. I know, Heel Usos, but, but it's just, I think, could do anything. It's hard anything. to come out with anything besides, yeah, especially yeah. a ring, because you can't really see the ring. Unless you're Cody Rhodes. He's doing a pretty good job with he's that. He's doing all right with that so the kiss far. kiss the ring thing. Yeah, he's I doing think it's all, good. But see, and, and you see how you have to do that. It's a kiss the ring. Yeah. So the camera's got to go in on somebody with the ring. You can't just, I have the ring, and I'm the, you yeah. know, the battle boy. I ring. remember... Cause then, like, I remember one year, like DDP won, but then he like lost so what, it or what, something, what and they did all these WCW? angles. These are in like the early nineties, like ninety one through. So we like, can catch these on the network. Oh yeah, it's all on the network. So there's one actual battleable pay per view, but the other ones, they actually these were like two or three starcades. What you, they what, were like these are starcades. What year was the? What years were they? Like battleable ninety three. I think, and then it was the actual Battle Bowl pay-per-view, and then the Starcades are like 91, 92, I think. I'm or, still watching that shit tonight. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much bad shit. Early 90s WCW is like, cause there's like horrible matches, but then they'll be like Ricky Steamboat versus Steve Austin, four and a half star classic. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, but like, you, you can't beat the end of WCW. And like, but then the end garbage. of WCW is fucking garbage it's bonkers. Rick, Dusty Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes in a kiss my ass match with oh, whatever and like they're like eating Rick burritos and Ric Flair and and Road Warrior Animal and yeah, Rick nope. Steiner Can't and Scott Steiner. You, you know, I, and, I saw a video today of uh, Scott Steiner's workout video. Yeah. Did you know he had his own personal workout video? No. Oh my god, it's everything you would expect it to be. It's about four Hot chicks standing around him pumping iron going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it. there's an Ultimate Warrior workout but, video that's oh pretty funny. Oh, my God. Those weights that he was lifting was ginormous. Remember when, like, so Scott Steiner was always pretty big. But remember, like, when he was, like, hurt. And then when he came back in, like, was what like was it, like, 96 or 97? And it was like, was a, holy fuck. Was like, like, the what the guy? fuck? Who is this dude with Rick Steiner? <laughs> like, he looked no. like he ate Scott Steiner. Yeah. He was... 
<laughs> and, and he like, just got bigger and, and his, bigger. And then he just kept yeah, and then it's just like I and mean, then he and then he got to the point where if you watch like his later, like especially his WWE run with Triple H, where he, he's so jacked that he can barely move. I mean like his, it's what happened to Macho Man too. His muscles like, had veins yeah, that had muscles. So gross. You know they and, like, were just, but like boom. and he could barely move around. Like and that's why like that like people try and say that Triple H buried Scott Steiner. I'm like Triple H carried Scott Steiner, Scott Steiner buried to himself. that guy's a Triple H tried to ca- you watch that Royal Rumble match like Triple H is doing everything he can to even like make that a remotely and I'm not a Triple H fan but I I, I can't I, I can't tell I would if if I if I thought that that was him trying to bury Scott Steiner I would say it was. It's definitely just, Scott Steiner was done by that point, and it's a shame. From the because, stories I hear, he's a piece of shit. Anyway. Oh yeah, so he I'm sure. Himself but he should have. I just way. think in a different world, like if he had, if they had, if he had, but he loved his brother too much. If he had separated from Rick back, like in the late eighties, yeah, he would have been the Lex been, Luger. He yeah. would have been the main event, and he probably could have pulled it off way better than Lex Luger because he could wrestle ten times better than Lex and Luger. He had the mic. That Frankenstein,er he mic. and he was a monster yeah. on the mic. I mean, it didn't make any goddamn I had, sense. I heard him but, talk shit on, on on one of the uh, the commentators. The fat when they, chicks when they called the. Uh, they called the Huda Conrado. Don't you ever call that a Huda Conrado around me? That's a Frankensteiner. But those are the polite words that he said. Man, his Frankenstein. I love that move. Yeah. That move was so over. That was the first time I'd ever seen anybody do a move like that. Oh, God, this green apples Gatorade is so fucking good. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, the the early WCW was actually watchable, the early 90s. And, and you know, I, I wish the network would put on some of the... The mid to late 80s. They have a ton of because, it. Well, not that I've seen. There's a whole block of it that I want to see. With they the have diamond, all the pay-per-views. The yeah, they got all that. Well, I want to see the, the the TBS station ones. They just put... They have a oh, lot really? of the... They have tons of the Saturday night. Because, yeah, I never got... They got WCW Saturday night, like, tons. I never got the... Um, go into the, the, the vault TBS section. where I, where I yeah. was. So I never got... Oh, that. yeah, go in the vault section. That's there, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. I'm going to have to check that out because I remember hearing about people like Scott Hall and because and, I used to call in, in the phone book. The phone book used to have a wrestling number for free. <laughs> and you call it updated every Tuesday morning, I think. Oh yeah, because you lived was, up in San Jose, so yeah. you had Meltzer's. And that's rest, what it was. It was Observer Hotline. Observer Hotline, yes. And I was, and it was right in the front page of the yellow pages. They had wrestling, football, baseball, and that's and funny. I would hear Cactus Jack is coming to the WWE. Cool. Who the fuck is Cactus Jack? <laughs> because I never had the, the superstation. Well, I had cable, but but the superstation wasn't available to us. We had T- TNT, not TBS. Mm-hmm. With whatever provider we had at the time, so yeah, I, I missed out on, on a lot of. I saw a lot of. I remember them on, watching on VHS WCW Saturday Night like whenever we had cable because we had times when we had cable. We had other times we didn't have cable. Whenever we had cable, though, I would watch it. And then I we also there remember there was a my first exposure to WCW was a um, well, it was NWA then at the uh-huh. time. There was a best of Starcade 2 VHS tape at the warehouse okay. that I checked out because it's two tapes. So that's like double yeah. your money, you know? And, and I remember watching that and being shocked because at the time this was like all I had seen was like clean WWF. Like this was like, er, like mid 80s. 
And so I had never seen like You're blood like, or anything. Whoa. So they had like Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair cage match. Yeah. Just blood everywhere. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. And I remember I like freaked out a little bit and I fell over and I sat on my glasses and broke my glasses. <laughs> Because I'd never seen anything like that before, yeah. and I was like eight years old, and I was like, this is fucking nuts. Yeah, see, I saw old videos, and that's how I got yeah. kind of accustomed to it, but I mean, even even at that, I remember, I barely knew who, I kind of knew of Ric Flair when he came in for his little stint in 92 in mm -hmm. WWE, but I didn't really know him, know him, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I knew him from, like, videos, and then, like, when we had TBS. Yeah. But then, like, thankfully, I had TNT the whole time. During the Monday Night but, War, but I had WWE all yeah all growing up USA USA Network yeah I remember when they used to have the Saturday Night's main event I must have been around seven or eight yeah and I was spending the night at my at one of my best friends' house and we were getting all ready to watch it and bam 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 it was like ten ten thirty at night the door starts banging and the neighbors banging on the door. My house is on fire. She <laughs> poked her head out, and her house was literally all engulfed. It, it was huge fire. And I remember the whole night, I remember my father came over to to uh, my friend's house because they were watering down the fences so the fire didn't spread, you know, trying trying to help out neighbors. Mm -hmm. And I didn't give a shit. I was watching Sorry, Night's Made a Fit. I was like, <laughs> I don't get to stay up this late that often. I don't get to spend the night at my friend's house. And Sorry, yeah. Night's Made a Fit doesn't come on that much. So that house can burn. <laughs> I ain't helping. I'm watching the, the wrestling. I remember my dad let me watch Sorry, Night's Made a Fit, I think, like, twice. Really? And because my, my mom and dad were pretty sticklers on the bedtime, um, even on the weekends. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I had a bedtime until I like left the house. <laughs> Whoa! Oh uh, yeah. Um. So uh, they, they took our our roof, our rules thing uh, seriously. Didn't very they? seriously. Um. But uh. So but then and then but then like you when I did see I think I saw at least two Saturday Night Main events at friends' houses because my I had a friend Nick and I would I remember the first time. I slept over. He was mad because he thought it was going to be Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I had never seen Saturday Night before, so I didn't give a shit. And when he's like, oh, it's wrestling. And I'm like, yeah, wrestling. And it was Hogan and Andre um, during that feud. It wasn't them, because that was another, that wasn't Saturday Night's main event where they wrestled. Um, it was the big event, which was, I don't know when that was, because I remember watching it. But anyways, um, I just remember seeing that interview where he like ripped the, where Andre ripped the necklace yeah, off. I remember that. Yeah, just being like, holy shit, <laughs> fucking crazy, being all sad because I loved Andre so much. Andre was like my hero, really, because he's a big giant he was, he, dude, was, and he, I was I a big in, guy. When I got into wrestling, Andre was already the heel. Yeah, I didn't see any good Andre, but um. I was a Hogan fan until the Warrior came, and then I was all I was. I all loved Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. I remember when Sergeant Slaughter beat Ultimate Warrior. I like cried, <laughs> <laughs> and I hated the Macho Man so much. You know, I didn't earn respect for the Macho Man until later. I loved Macho fan. Man. I think I loved Macho Man because he was the first. 
you know the big rubber LJN figures? Uh-huh. He was the first one of those that I got. Okay. And I had him, I had Ricky Steamboat, Ed Hogan, and then we had the ring. And those things were big and you could like you hurt could people with them. I remember my brother and I would like whack each other. Yeah. I love those things. Those, like, things those were it's like back in our day we had I, like I had the Hogan one you that, could hurt people with Hogan's, your toys. I remember his stood like he was about to take a shit. Yeah. There was these Bentley was And like, then did you have any of the thumb wrestler guys? No, I didn't have Oh dude, wrestlers. I fucking love those. I remember I had a Hillbilly Jim Andre the and then I had a Iron Sheik thumb Hill wrestler. Jim, that's another one. Yeah, dude. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, and then the Hasbro's came, which those were fun because they actually like moved. Yeah, they and they had like their moves, you know, and like they had accessories. My son still has mine somewhere. I fucking love here. those, dude. Or we had Big Boss Man, Brutus Beefcake, Jake the Snake Roberts, a Million Dollar Man, Hakeem the African Dream. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have too many of those. But man, I used to, I, those were cool. Cause you could do like shit with them. Yeah. I remember the Brutus of Bar Beefcake, you could like, you pulled him down and like launched him. He went far too. He was yeah. the only one that did that. Yeah, dude, it was dope. But we didn't have that ring. I'm still mad. My mom sold our LJNs in the ring. Do you know how much that shit's worth now? Even out of the box. You think, I was just gonna say, you think out of the box? Even loose, they're worth, like, some of them, like, the big, the, even, like, loose, like, the cheapest ones are, like, at least ten bucks. But, like, some <coughs> of them, even out of the, even out of card are, like, worth a lot. And the ring. Oh, I bet. It was old toys, man. Yeah. Castle Grayskull, even out of the box, is, like, a hundred bucks. God, I remember the And I had, I had that, and Snake Mountain. Dang. Yeah, dude. Snake Mountain was awesome. It had the microphone and changed your voice. I used to love the, fuck, what were they called? The Muscle Men. Do you remember mm. those? Hell yeah, that not, came in the garbage can. Yeah, not many people remember the Muscle Men. I fucking love Muscle Men. I used to have the Muscle Men versus the Army Guys. And I used to have <laughs> Army Guys and we used to fucking bomb on them. I remember... I remember the muscle men, like, after a while, where they tried to mix it up, they did, like, different colors. Because they were, originally, they were all pink. They were all pink. But then they started doing different colors and shit. Yeah. I had so many of those. I fucking loved them. I remember they made girl ones, and I even... (laughs) This is so dumb. I, I really wanted some... But I didn't know I was like too like macho to like want like ask for them or like buy them myself. So I like waited until I had to do a project, make a diorama, and I was like, I need some because they were called cuties. <laughs> um, it was C U T I E. I don't know what the acronym was for, but they and I was like. I need these for my diorama, <laughs> but really I wanted them to play like with it. Like, so I, yeah, that was how I got the cuties. That's funny. Without like being found out you know, <laughs> that I really wanted them. But this coming from a guy that had, I had, I was, I was the boy that had a kitchen and played with the kitchen. Well, hey, you should be a cook. <laughs> I wanted to be for a while, but I don't know. I'm, it's a rough life. I'm too bro. scared of fire. <laughs> Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got. I watch those cooking shows and see how much they get burned and shit. Yeah, you get burned a lot. I'm like, I don't like that. I got, I got, um, I, I, I was kind of traumatized when I was like, when I was, I think, like six. I this is turning into like story time with (laughs) Brendo and Keith. But when I was like six, I, uh, I, 
my my I was at my grandparents' farm. And because they lived out on a farm in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico, they burned their trash, <laughs> which I guess like, it would be so illegal here. But out there, yeah, they just fucking burn their the trash. Um, Ain't no dump truck gonna come pick that shit of up. Of course, seven-year-old Brendo, like, of course, wants to play with the garbage fire. Um, and so my grandparents weren't paying attention and I just got in there and I think I grabbed a stick on the wrong end and burned my fingers and I could not tell because my grandpa, like, my grandpa would have beaten the shit out of me if he knew that I was playing in the, because he threatened me very much. So I knew, like, if, if I had, like, come, so I had to basically... I had like a, I had like a first degree burn oh. and I couldn't tell anybody and I was like freaking like, oh, I was miserable for like, f- like a week. I bet. And now I'm just like getting like the, like, ugh, fire. The worst part about a cooking burn is having to still cook with it. Yeah. Um, when I used to work in the kitchen, man, having, I used to grab the hot pans once in a while or you, or you get them on, on the top of your wrist. Yeah. But then what you do is you have to reach back into the oven or something to grab something, and then you feel the heat. Right, you don't feel it anywhere else but right on that burn. <clears throat> but you want to know a cool little secret? Two, two little secrets for the burn. Hmm. One guy told me Tabasco. Ah, you know, why? Tabasco on it. It'll burn for a little bit, but then it won't blister. Never did that one. I don't know if I'd want to I did that. the egg whites, though. Egg whites work fantastic. Hmm. You, you put the egg, you crack an egg, and you just use the white. And rub it on, and the white will will uh, heal. Won't heal it, but it'll take the the pain from the burn away. That sounds. That sounds good. It's pretty crazy. Nice. Well, back to wrestling and weird shit. Yeah. Um, That's the, what happens when you do dabs before the show. You go off on the long tangents on nothing. The. Uh, <laughs> it was only a matter of time before the controversies facing. Our nation reached the world of wrestling. And, uh, we had a couple of things go down this week. First, uh, Rich Swan, um, was arrested for allegedly, um, detaining and abusing, assaulting his wife, um, wrestler Amazing wrestler, Sue Young. You can't put her in a headlock and stick her in your car and drive away. He claims he did not touch her, but there are two witnesses um, to the acts. Uh, and it's really bumming me out because Rich Swan, I thought he was one of the good ones. I loved him on the indies. I loved him in WWE, and I'm like, you f- motherfucker. You know, some people can have a bad night. I, from what I had heard, I think there were, she was giving him constructive criticism on his, on his, his match. No, no, no. He was judging her. Oh, match. it was vice versa. Oh, okay. And either that, I'm sorry. There's no reason for physical violence. And Even if true. you're having a bad night. And that, that is very true. I've had horrible days and horrible nights and I'm, I have and bad I'm, nights and, and I'm married never, and I would I've never, never hit anybody. Well, I would never hit my wife. I, yeah. you know, you don't hurt the people you love. So, but, so he's suspended and pending if what happens. If he gets charged. Doesn't matter. He's gone. It's bad news no matter no, what. No, no, no. They've, they won't, if like, cause Lawler and those guys, um, they, if they yeah, get, uh, if they, if the charges get dropped, they get, they come back. A different time though. 
No, I'm talking about like in the yes. last like year. Yes, but but all these allegations and stuff <laughs> that's with, true. Uh, with, with what's women going on in the court. world. That's yes. true. We'll so see. The blowback. So the blowback is going to come a little bit. A but then, it, and then it's like if he ends up back on the indies, who's going to book him on the indies? Because that'll also look real bad. And also, seeing as how Sue Young is on the indies as well, there's yeah. going to be some lines drawn, it's man. Gotta be, yeah. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen to Rich Swan. Um, uh, I think he's gone. I don't think. I think we've seen the last of him. Fuck, that sucks. But hey, you're gonna read him. In don't one be of, a shithead. In one of those um, Facebook articles, six, he'll probably six end wrestlers up, that you knew of, and never, he'll never probably worked. end up going to Japan or somewhere. You know that would be his best bet: going somewhere where they don't they don't really know him or for too or don't familiar care. with him or don't care. Yeah, which Japan probably don't care. They care more about weed than you beating on your on people. And Swans, I think, wrestled in Dragon Gate and shit. So. That only makes sense. There you go. Well, moving on, another piece of shit. Another one that kind of bummed me out, even though I had heard reports of him being a piece of shit. Uh, Michael Elgin. Really? Enlighten me. I didn't hear anything. You haven't heard about this? No. Enlighten okay, me. Okay, so Michael Elgin has a promotion, Glory Pro Wrestling. He also has a wrestling school. Um, it came a to light just recently um one of his students um has been accused of um assault by a woman who previously had dated Elgin I think or like was friends with him and then what happened is she um you know she didn't know what to do and she didn't want to like you know, cause like that, you know, it's scary for a woman when she's in that position. She doesn't know what to do because it's like, and if there's no, if there, there's like, how do you, you know, like if there's no physical evidence of yeah. things, like do you go to the cops? Who's going to believe you and that kind of shit? And what is this going to do for your reputation, your livelihood, whatever, depending on what you're doing? And so she went to Elgin and because she later these text messages she published the text messages um but she went to Elgin told him and basically he's like you're lying and you're a whore and fuck off Damn. and all the while when this came out he's saying to the public I believe her but Damn. then in the public he's like you need to drop this and so then she when he saw when she saw that what he was saying in public and then she's getting these texts then she published these texts. Then it gets even more weird and crazy. She p- starts publishing more texts. One of which he's like, he's talking shit about his, at the time, current, well, I mean, this was happening last week. His partner in New Japan, Jeff Cobb. Oh, whoa. So, so, uh, but then Jeff Cobb's kind of making jokes about it. And taking it lightly, but well, now Jeff apparently, here is a really nice well, guy. so, but now apparently, and this is where it's getting interesting, and this is again an ongoing story still unfolding. New Japan is really pissed really? about this, these text messages and all this stuff. 
and Elgin's like one of the top gaijin, and that could be in serious jeopardy now. And also, because of this, he's losing a shit ton of indie bookings because of the fact that he basically told this woman, like, I don't believe you, and fuck off, and tried to cover it up. And you know what? That's what ruined Joe Paterno's career, because that's exactly what he did. And you know what? You're just as bad as the bad guy if you're trying to cover if you're in a position of power and you're using that to try and shut shit down um you're a bad man and so that's shitty and but now some other older shitty shit about elgin is coming out like things he said in interviews about like he might have assaulted a lady (laughs) he uh he um may have peed on a unconscious woman oh my and laughed lord. about it my lord this is some bad shit what's wrong with people nowadays, i don't know man. um so yeah that kind of that kind of that kind of sucks and michael elgin i'm really bummed about that because he was a guy Poor that i really like man and that's who the one i feel sorry for too well the woman and jeff cobb having to deal with that bullshit deal with that bullshit right so uh yeah, so that's kind of crazy. That was a crazy week that we had. Um, in WWE news, we got a pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions. I, I don't know if this, this is like a throwaway pay-per-view if that's I've ever seen one. I'm not too hyped uh, I think there's been some added stuff, but I haven't gone back and looked, but, um, we got AJ Styles, Jinder Mahal, part two. Yeah, that's going to be... If man. Jinder wins... <laughs> I don't think Jinder's going to okay, win. Seeing it, okay, yeah, because what the fuck? Jinder lost in yeah. India. What the fuck? Triple H? What, what, why, explain why. Why does Triple H beat Jinder because, Mahal in India? Yeah. That's that's a bad because sign. Triple if H you're Jinder, should, you're bummed, dude. You're done. Because... Not only do they take the belt off you, then they then you lose in your country. Your that was country. that was supposed to be your, your, your show. Tour, your tour. <laughs> you're losing to Triple H. I wonder if he did something. I don't fucking know, dude. But that sucks. And trip uh, that makes me. I I knew Triple H is not a good guy. That's no, a shitty. No. That's shitty. That's real shitty. That's I'm a, sorry. That's a Bret Hart move. That's a that's fucking a crazy on, that, move. That's a, let's put you in a sharpshooter in Montreal and good night. When I found out that Triple, because I just, I just assumed Triple H would lose, because what would be the, what would, what would what be, be any point? reason of him winning? <laughs> what, who's got anything to gain from that? Triple H is fucking H. ego. Triple H. But I mean, as far as storyline, I know goes, it doesn't make that, any that sense. No, no sense. So I don't know. And mm. did you watch SmackDown this week? I watched. Uh, yeah, I believe I just finished watching it before you got yeah, here. Yeah, me too. That, so, Ginger, I don't know, that was kind of silly with the... I thought it was lame. Sing Brothers, like, whatever, I don't yeah. know what the fuck. And then, um, kind of made AJ look I'm, like I'm, Goofy. I'm my interest with SmackDown. Uh, but, the stuff with KO and Sammy, that's the only thing and Nakamura KO was fucking It was good, but dope. they could have done without Randy there. Randy there Orton was, needs he, to just... He did some Randy spots Orton, out, outside of the ring, he... When when he got thrown into the pole outside, <laughs> I could could have taken that bump. Yeah, Randy Orton, I, Randy bad. Orton sucks. It looks slow, uh, yeah. but KO and Nakamura yeah, were just like 
that, that's destroying the storyline that's keeping me involved. Um, but yeah. So then we got Baron Corbin taking on Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler in a triple Bobby threat Roode. match. I like to see Bobby Roode. I think this is it. where Bobby Roode gets the U.S. Championship. Do you Although think this I is where? I would like to see Roode get it as a heel. That's what do we need? Heel Bobby Roode bad. Yeah. And Dolph Ziggler needs to just go away. <laughs> Put him on Raw. Put him on Fox him on News. Two, put him on 205 Live. And, Let him, and go, him go, go to Fox News and we can just ignore him forever. Beyond I'm over it. I can't believe we're at this point where I'm just over Dolph Ziggler. I don't mind Dolph Ziggler. He's all right. He's, he's not bad. But he's not great either. He could have been great, though. He could have been great. Oh, they dropped the ball on him many times. Well, I mean, they dropped the ball in the sense that after he had the concussion, they just immediately dropped they him get scared. down. They get scared after they get a concussion. But shit, man. If Maybe they, had... they should pay some fucking health insurance. <sighs> I know. Maybe to help them keep their guys healthy instead of, you know. Well, that's where I'm just like, it seems, makes more and more sense to me that they should have like this rotating off season. Where you give them time off and us and it could it would even help storylines if people could like disappear for three months for three months and come and back like come back and interim. like and you could like do all kinds of shit and that you could put the spotlight on people that normally get the spotlight and that would be a benefit to everybody. Yep. And like three months on, three months off, like that to me seems that makes sense. You have enough top talent, to but be then able to it's do like, that. but here's but then I started thinking about all the caveats. How does that work for the big four pay-per-views? How does that work for... You can make it work. I think you could. You'd have to do some enough tweaking around. Enough championships around now. Yeah. I mean... It's true. I think you could make it work. You'd have to do some tweaking um to like... the, the wouldn't... pay-per-views need to be slimmed down anyways. Yeah, but I mean, WrestleMania month, needs month, to be WrestleMania. Well, 100% that. But I'm just saying like you can't... Tell somebody you don't get to work WrestleMania because you're it's your off yeah, like, period. No, you so that. you'd have to like maybe I don't know rotate WrestleManias. <laughs> like you could figure it out though, because like it'd be like me. It's like me <coughs> where I last year when I was working, I had to rotate my Mondays at the schools. You just figure it out. Yeah. So they'd be able to figure it out. But like, and then there's like, but I think that would. It just seems to me they would it would it would solve a lot of issues like creatively because it I think it would give them a chance to just again like there's nothing like that like when you can cool off a guy and then bring him back bring all him hot back. yeah I remember when they did that with Sandman back in ECW mm-hmm. and hearing the story how Sandman had to go to the store all taped up and no yeah and he came. stayed yeah he stayed in his home. He kayfabed you know, it for like a month. You, do it, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I know it's hard with the internet now and all that, but I mean, you can still pull yeah. it off. All right. Well, moving on, we got Charlotte defending against Natalia in a lumberjack match. Wah wah. With uh, Absolution. Wah wah. After watching Total Divas <laughs> this week, all I want to see is Natty versus Anna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all I care about. A man, dude. Uh, so yeah, I I don't see Natty. Winning this match. No way. This is, this is Charlotte all the way. Unless, uh, like Ruby Riot cost Charlotte. No, it's not gonna happen. Maybe, maybe cost in a, in a, in a DQ or the title. Or, change. I don't know. I think we're, I think Charlotte is a really good face now, so I'm not as 
keen on her going back because she's such a great heel. But now she's a great face too. Yeah. So she's fine where she is. But I still, part of me wants to see like heel Charlotte just kick some ass. I don't know. Um, all right. Then we got Usos taking on the New Day, um, Shelton, Benjamin, and Gable. And the team that I want to win, Rusev and Aiden English. That'll be an interesting uh, match. Who do you think is going to come out of this with the belt? Usos. Yeah? Usos. I don't think any titles are changing hands here. All right. All right, we got Randy and Nakamura. This is like the the best guy and your worst and your guy. Worst guy. That's, I'm not excited about that match at all. Taking well, on KO yeah. and Sammy. No, no, no that that. Here's what. Here's one, the yeah, only yeah. reason why I'm excited about this because now that they have the stipulation yeah, that Bryan's if they lose that they're gonna leave the WWE, which we know that's not, not happening. So how? Is, so now that Daniel Bryan has inserted himself into the match as a second referee. Daniel Bryan's joining up with KO and Sammy, yeah. and he's going to help him win the match, and that's going to be the best stable in the world. That's going to be pretty cool. That's going to be so you dope, think they're dude. For Shane McMahon versus Daniel, you think they're going to clear Daniel to wrestle? Oh my eventually, God, don't! I know they were teasing that, but I don't. According to Meltzer, it's not even close to happening. That'd be cool. But I think they they want us to think that. I think that's. I definitely want us to think that. Yeah. I, I think I still think we're headed to Shane Angle. I don't see how they get there this way. No, that's true. There are the, they're teasing, know. but they are oh, they're teasing Shane Bryan that's what for right. sure. But I just don't know if that's what we're going to so get. Think Shane does another match this year at WrestleMania. Of course. So he, he's the now now the new he's the new Undertaker. Now. Shane's going to fall off of something at WrestleMania. That, you think every WrestleMania now? That's what we're getting now. <laughs> That's what it Man. is. It's Shane killing himself. Shane killing himself. I don't know. I liked his match with... I thought his match with AJ was fucking great. Yeah. It was way better too, than yeah. Taker. Because yeah. aside from him jumping off the cell, like that Taker match was garbage. Oh, the Taker match was horrible, yeah. I mean, the Undertaker's too old to be doing it. Yeah, I hope I hope for his sake that he's done. I don't know. I don't I know if they're so. going to drag him out. I don't know what's going to happen. I doubt they will. I think they're just, I don't know. Vince. Vince is going to Vince. <laughs> I want to see Vince come back and wrestle. <laughs> Vince versus. Vince versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, dude. Vince, I bet you Vince could pick up Brock. Yeah, I bet you could. <laughs> Do you think he could pick him up? I bet you Vince could pick him up with his pinky. Vince McMahon's a tough motherfucker. Dude, I wouldn't fuck with Vince. Are you kidding me? So, they, that's the only logical thing that could happen in this match is Daniel yeah. Bryan. Cause otherwise, I don't know. And it could, I mean, who the fuck? I mean, that's unless they do happen. something completely insane and they do some CM Punk thing where they make us think that KO and Sammy are gone and they do some crazy shit like that, that would be really fun. That would be cool. I would, I would, I can go for that. So, I don't know, because any way this looks, I'm like, Nakamura, I feel like Nakamura's probably taking a pin here, and that doesn't... What does this do for Nakamura? Well, Nakamura doesn't take the pin. I hope it's Randy that gets it. I hope so, but Randy rarely takes a pin. <clears throat> when was yeah. the last time you saw Randy take yeah, a, a pin? Point. Um 
So, who, they, dude, he made fucking Batista tap out at WrestleMania 30. <laughs> you didn't see Randy tapping out at WrestleMania yeah. to Daniel Bryan. It was fucking Batista. Yeah. Um. Tapped out Drax. <laughs> so, ah, fuck, dude. And, I, but either way, this doesn't really do anything for Nakamura, and I'm, you know, me, I'm on the Nakamura train. No, so. I'm with you too, it doesn't, yeah. Um, and then I forgot there's some other shit going on, but who cares? <laughs> I'd actually like to see Nakamura and Rude going at it. Right? That's what I think would be a, the money match. Well, I mean, the money, money matches AJ Nakamura in a WrestleMania oh, level. Yeah, obviously, but that's not going to happen. That better for a while. Wouldn't happen at Clash of Champions. Better not. 100%. You know, that better be a WrestleMania build. That's a mania match. Yeah, and I, I hope they know that. They know that. I don't know. I hope so. I think they do. Well, they know that Nakamura is making them lots of money. Yep. And, uh. They're getting overseas exposure. And he's the, one of the best. So, that's Clash of Champions. We'll see what happens. Over, you were talking about Total Divas. Um, my yeah. one comment about Total Divas is that, Jim Neidhart's kind of my hero. <laughs> like, that dude doesn't give a fuck about anything. Well, I didn't see the Jim Neidhart when I saw oh, okay. I, I watched the one from tonight where they're in Cabo. Oh, I haven't seen that one oh, yet. Oh, dude. Is it yeah. more Lana Natty drama? Oh, dude. Lana. They, I think they Natty's like legit. Yeah, but you should see, you like should have heard some of the shit that Lana was saying to Natty a couple Man. episodes ago. She was telling Natty that she couldn't work, and I'm like, what the fuck? Nah, she can work, but she can't, she can't. She's pull, fine. She is right, she can't really cut the promos. Yeah, but dude, she's still a But I mean, way, who, can, who can really cut the good promos in, in the script? She's promos fine, she's now. fine, she's fine enough, and, I just think that Lana has no place to just say anything oh, about man. like a 15 year plus veteran. She wasn't acting like no veteran. Also, a lot of that shit, I don't know. Oh yeah, a lot of the shit is, is but, 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 but you know what though? The Nightheart shit is so funny just cause he's such like the like goofy dad that like he's, he's cause he's, Cause you know he's like fried, cause he's like, he did meth and shit. Oh and yeah. He's, so he's like fried his out. He's gone. And yeah. so, but like, so like Natty bought them a house and like, he's like, he's got like marijuana oil and shit everywhere and like, he's got cigarettes and clearly, and like Natty's like, these are cigarettes. I'm like, I'm pretty sure those are joints. Yeah. Like, <laughs> See this guy like joints lying around and I'm like, yeah, Jim Neidhart. Yeah. Like, and he just doesn't give a shit. There's this one where he's like showing Lana how to shot put, and like Lana throws a shot put through Natty's windshield for some reason. Oh no shit! I didn't um, see that but one. then I'm like Nightheart, like just like, hey Lana, come here, I want to show you a shot put. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of a goofy dad uh, this guy. Week, this week's one, crazy, 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 crazy. Alright, well I'm looking forward it. to I'm it. I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but I'm no, looking you'll forward like to it. it. Alright, moving on to Raw. This is last week's Raw and SmackDown. Um, by the way. Uh Woken Matt is here, yes. baby. Finally. Oh my god. Raw in Los Angeles. I almost wish I had been there just I, live. I thought for the that. original uh, I thought when he first came out with the Woken though, it was a real lackluster uh 
Oh, yeah, but then off from the crowd. Yeah, but then once he started doing it, it's something they're gonna have like to work people back went up. pretty nutsos in L.A. It's, and now they're like popping pretty hard. It's good. It's it's pretty good. I'm liking it. With and they're letting Wyatt, him too. do like they are letting him do it. Do and apparently Vince is like go for it. So I think well, we're that's getting what got him signed. I think we're getting it all, baby. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm on board. I'm 100. Oh, I was waiting for it. So excited. And you know, it's going to be cool because with, with Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Because then he'll be able to bring him back from my brother from another terrestrial. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. And dude, don't his promos sound so much like old school Ultimate Warrior? Amazing. Well, they're Ultimate Warrior. The seas of Babylon in my condition. But yeah, they're so great. They go in the middle of nowhere. Fucking love it. It's fucking great. Yeah, and the was, laughing, and the also, laughing makes me, yeah, oh my god, it's, it's great. And him and Bray are like just perfect. Yes, I hope I want this to end in Bray joining. That, that would be pretty funny. That's what I want to happen. I hear they're gonna try to do some compound thing or something like that. I don't know. Match at the compound. That's what I've been. Oh, hearing. dude. Well, I heard they were filming shit yeah. at the Hardy's house. So that's what I've been hearing. if we get in like a real like <laughs> final deletion, yeah, shit, I'm on board. I'm totally on board. Very good. I'm so excited because again, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, they like with the with the what is it the pool of the when they come out like when they like all their old gimmicks and yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. like the pool of resurrection uh-huh. since WWE owns like all the gimmicks think about all the crazy they shit go, they could do yeah. they can go hog wild with a hand <laughs> so that's exciting like and i and i really hope they bring in the hurricane at some point yeah um but we'll talk about the hurricane in a little bit um, also last week, Paige had her first match in like yes, a year against Sasha and looked great. Yeah, she and did. It was great. It's a good match. And I, I like this little Speaking of Paige, I mean, I'm excited. I just feel like they're pulling the trigger on Paige Asuka a little early. No, I think it's cool. I love the way they're doing it. You don't think like they should save that match? You know what? You know, they, Save it for a WrestleMania, but draw draw out the feud. Because at the moment, like they both should be winning matches, yeah. and neither of them should be losing. So to put them face to face this early in their build, well, what you do is is I don't know. You figure we have what we have January, <clears throat> February, March till WrestleMania, right? Yeah. So I guess do? they have so many options with Absolution. They could yes, feud with people. Sasha for a while. Well, you, you make and o- then Asuka circle back go, around to Asuka. Asuka. Go through the other two girls. Oh, there you go. You need you you want to fight me, Asuka? You got to go through yeah. these two first. So then, then you got the Royal Rumble. There's your Asuka pay per view match with one of the Absolution. There's your February pay per view match. Boom! Circle around to WrestleMania. You have your Page Asuka match with a three month buildup. Well, there you using go. using the NXT stars, which the NXT stars should kind of be losing. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Winning it, not not always winning, yeah, yeah, but yeah. winning and losing a combination. Yeah, so it totally, makes sense. totally. I mean, um, I mean that sounds great. So it means it probably won't yeah. happen. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's how I, that's how I would run it. Jason Jordan, yeah. I feel like is getting better. Yeah, every week on the mic and with his character, and the, the fact that he thing. actually has a character now. As Danielle Radford, who I met at Rise, she's on um, the Titan Fights podcast. 
She's a stand-up comedian. She's very funny. And she pointed out last week that, because they were joking around, like, what do you think about Jordan's new character? She's like, he has one, so it's good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like... he has one, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and I, I love that this is like a slow burn, heel turn, whatever yeah. the fuck they're doing. And I'm totally down for it. Yeah, I'm liking and, it too. Um, I like seeing him lose, but work real hard. Yeah. And I like where they're going with it. And it's I nice. I like seeing him hug his dad. Yeah. It's kind of funny to yeah. see. Yeah. Do you think Jason Jordan's real dad, like, the sheds a little tear? Like, ah, no way. <laughs> oh no, he's probably stoked. He's like, Hell every yeah, time, every time he hugs Angle, that's probably more money. Yep. You know, um, Finn Balor is just like slowly disappearing. Yeah. From the, he wasn't, they cut his match with Bo Dallas from the Hulu version Why of the show I last I don't week. Understand. I don't know what the fuck. They built him up so fucking high. He got that WWE 24. He fucking beats AJ Styles at yeah. pay per view and then just Dude. Vince. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know, man. Because meanwhile, he's selling. He's one of the top merch sellers. Yeah, he's. And you see the pop he gets when he comes. I mean, out. shit. I oh, oh, I was so stoked. Um, last week it finally happened. Um, I saw a kid with a WWE backpack, ah. and I was like, "Nice backpack." I'm like, you want to see something cool? And I showed him my picture of me and Nakamura, and the kid's like, "Oh my god!" Ah. And he's like. And, and then he's like, and then he's like, and he had it on his backpack. It had Roman Reigns, um, Finn Balor, John Cena, yeah. and, uh, who was the fourth? I don't remember. I think I've seen that one. But I asked him, I was like, who's your favorite? And he pointed to Cena and Reigns. Yeah. I'm like, you like Finn Balor? He's like, he's cool, but he's not John Cena or Roman Reigns. Kids fucking love that John Cena and Roman Reigns. They fucking love him. Well, you love, we loved Hulk Hogan yeah, when we were kids. We Hulk loved Hulk Ultimate Warrior when we were yeah, kids. You're right. You're we right. fucking love the good guy, the indestructible guy. <laughs> he's a fucking walking, talking superhero. Yeah, you're right. And when you're a kid, that's what you want to see. You want to see the larger than life superheroes. When I was a kid, I remember my, my friend's dad was, was this, you know, the, the educated wrestling fan. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, he liked the Tito Santanas. He liked, yeah. you know, he, he and I, but and when you know, you're a kid, that shit is boring. Yeah. Because you don't understand. Yeah, I can, and I remember it. watching WCW. I, that's why I remember I, I pretty much only watched WWF. Because when I did watch WCW, I'd be like, these guys look like my grandpa. (laughs) Or like my friend. They didn't look like, because my dad was athletic, but I'm like, they look like my friend Sean's dad, you know, like, just like the kind of pudgy dads in like plain trunks and a lot of rest holds. Like the, uh, yeah, dude. And they don't look like, I mean, they're not fucking like Legion of Doom. They didn't carry the presence that they They're not fucking Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and like, you know, and it's like, you know, some of those WCW shows, you watch like a WCW Saturday night in like the studio, it's like dark and, and it's you know, very southern and, The funny you know, thing is those, those guys were tougher than the WWE Oh yeah, guys. oh hell yeah. You know, they were the fucking, they were badass. Well, yeah, I mean you watch like, you watch, and now I can appreciate that, you watch like Dusty Rhodes and Arn Anderson, those guys, but when you're a kid and you watch Arn Anderson, you're like, that dude looks like my postman. I remember. You know, like. <laughs> I remember when he was the brain buster. Yeah. I used to love the brain busters. I yeah. used to love their move. Yeah, him and Tully. Yeah, him and Tully. Yeah. 
That that was my favorite, one of my favorite old school tag teams. Yeah. Well, um, Sheamus and Cesaro retained the titles. I was not oh, expecting dude, oh, that. I knew that was going to happen. They're too good. They are great. They are too good. And pairing him up with Joe is very smart yeah. and very good. And they, it just. It, it's a perfect fit, those yeah. three. Um, and speaking of people just crushing it lately, uh, Drew Gulak. Yeah. I'm a huge Drew Gulak fan. And everything I watch, I watch 205 Live now, like, just for him. Like, he's amazing. Everything he does is great. Enzo gets on my nerves. Oh, yeah. It's hard for me to watch the Enzo. I just love Drew Gulak. And I like all his lackeys. I don't know. I think it's funny. (laughs) I liked last week because, like, Enzo wasn't there. So, like, Drew Gulak was in charge and just really funny. Um. All right, moving over to SmackDown. As, as we talked about earlier, Sammy and KO continue to be the best. And at times, it seems like they're making... It seems like Randy steps up. Like, he definitely stepped up in his match with okay, KO. Yeah. But then last night, he was just, like, snoozing. It was flat. And, his prom- and, it, and he still... His promos are still terrible. Yeah. So... But they seem to be making him step up more in the ring. I like so Sammy, I'm hoping though. that... This tag match, they just really force Randy to, cause otherwise, I'm like, if Randy steps in there, I'm just gonna like, Bleh. Yeah, I think it's gonna be, I don't know, I, I'm just, I'm not hot on Randy. I can't, I can't nope. get hot on somebody that I don't see that he's not putting his best effort in. Charisma vacuum. Yeah. Like um, I said earlier, I could have taken that, that shot to the pole that he did. It didn't, it didn't even look remotely real. Look, I saw him slow down as it, as it got to him. Mm-hmm. You know? Don't be afraid no, he's to very, take a hit out there. This is a, he's very hit or miss these days. You know, wrestling's a contact sport. <laughs> you know, don't be afraid to get hurt or hit something a little bit. Uh, speaking of getting hit a lot, as you predicted at San Diego, Peter Avalon and Fidel Bravo they they had some goofy yeah. goofy ass names. Adam Adam and Josh uh teaming up to get destroyed by the Bludgeon Brothers. But wasn't that great to see some of our locals on Our local boys yeah. taking some big bumps. Yeah. On TV. That was good. So that was great. Barely even got barely even got in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then um I honestly had... think though but before we move on I think Fidel should have got in the ring more than, than Peter Avalon did because being Fidel being yeah, But I think they wanted smaller, to see the contrast of because Peter's super skinny. He's super skinny and I get that, but being the shorter guy, yeah. you can throw the shorter guy further. That's true. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's almost like midget tossing. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? It gives that image. I, I like, even with the Peter, I like because he's a small little slimy guy. It worked yeah. really good. It, it, it fit, but... I would have liked to see Fidel because of, of of the shortness. You know, there those dudes are tall. Well, maybe he'll get another chance. Oh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. He did he did a good job. Both speaking of, of guys getting a chance, we had uh, Tyler Bateman and Pinky, and I didn't catch them. Watts, I caught Watts put, putting on the. They cup. were when they did the backstage segment, uh, um, where he was telling uh, where Daniel Bryan was telling Shane. Showing him the handcuffs and stuff. Okay, I missed and that. And when he was showing Kevin, when he was showing Owens and them the cuffs. I and, saw Watts sitting up. Yeah, but they were, but Pinky was at ringside too. 
Um, that just wasn't in the camera shot. I saw them. Oh, really? I didn't see it. I yeah. was looking for them. I knew they were there, and I was yeah, trying to look there. out for them. They were there. <coughs> they were kind of in the background a little bit, but they were there. Um, and then finally, my last thought was um, from last week. Was I'm completely on board with Rusev and Aiden English. Yeah, I like them. They, Rusev day every day. Speaking of uh, Rusev, d- today WWE announced. Have you seen anything about this mixed match tag? No. They're doing a here. Let me pull it up here. Um. So they just announced this. They're doing a Facebook show. Okay. Starting in January after SmackDown, so up against their own show, 205 Live. Okay. Uh, which shows you how that much faith they have in 205 Live, which 205 Live will now be taped before SmackDown. Uh, it might even air before SmackDown. I think it's going to end up being before SmackDown man. Live. Like they'll have it they're still be live. I don't know. No, because they're doing those live shows. So yeah. I think they have, I don't know. I think that shows they have some faith in it. Here's what I think is going to happen because um, they did report that they haven't finalized anything. I think they'll end up doing it live like before the hour before SmackDown, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see why. They, I don't know. But they, it is kind of early, but I think it doesn't matter, you know, because it's on the network. and They can do whatever they want on the network. Yeah. Let me just pull this up. But yeah, so it's this Facebook show and... Uh, uh-oh. Oh, Scott Dawson is close to returning. I thought, I just saw a big picture of Scott Dawson and I'm like, oh no, what happened? But it turned out like he's, he's, he's almost, he's gonna return soon, which is great, cause the revival. I'm still with the Young Bucks, fuck the revival. <laughs> they've moved on from that though now, they're yeah, FTRR. They have. they have. Um, it's called Mixed Mats, Mixed Match Challenge. Okay. And it's gonna air on Facebook Live, and um, this is, it's a, it's a 12 week test run, and the speculation on this is that, um, the reason why they're doing this is because, uh, in 2019 their TV contract is up, so Vince is trying to like, explore all possible avenues so he can get leverage to get, cause it's been said for years that WWE is undervalued when it comes to like, their TV contract. So it's only a matter of time before Vince can land like way more money than he's currently getting. Yeah, yeah. And that would take the company into like the next, next level, yeah. like UFC level money, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but the big thing is still that advertisers are pretty soft on wrestling, but I feel like that's slowly changing, especially if they hit another it's boom. Money. Like, yeah, but People you know how, it. you know how sometimes, especially older folk are yeah. snobby about, especially TV folk, it seems like. I mean, that's the whole reason, the main reason why WCW died was because the no execs at, at time, at time Warner finally were like, we don't want wrestling on TNT anymore. But with the Cancel shit that on shit. TV nowadays, yeah. man. You know, so. And it definitely ain't the worst of what's So this could be really interesting is their basic, Facebook is like paying them to do this 12 week run on Facebook. And it's also, these are mixed tag team matches. And, um, 
So it's gonna, so this is this first step towards intergender wrestling. Nice. Because, you know, these are WWE style mixed tag, which means as soon as they the tag in, you just see, yeah. yeah. Which kind of ruins a lot of the tag team wrestling aspect because you tag out as soon as it allows the other yeah. team to tag out. So, it, but it, again, this is a good first step and they can also do some, Fun teamings, because of course you have the real life couples <coughs> like Jimmy Uso, Naomi, Lana, and Rusev. And then this seems to be why they're doing the Nia Jax, Enzo Amore stuff, makes which sense. makes more sense now because that seemed to sense. really be coming out of nowhere. Yeah, that did. Um, but, um, so according to Pro Wrestling Sheet, it says we're told the show won't necessarily be storyline related with Raw and SmackDown, but minor things that happen to the performers might factor into their individual stories, like an injury yeah. or grueling match causing someone to miss a match. Um, we first reported last month that there's been talk of moving the weekly 205 live taping to before SmackDown Live, but we're told a firm decision still hasn't been made, which is where I'm wondering if they won't, since this is going to be on after SmackDown, why would they compete with their, with own, their own show? show? So why wouldn't they yeah. do move 205 live to before SmackDown? Makes sense. Um... And then, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much what Ryan Satin's got right now. So hat tip to Ryan Satin. He's a good guy. Yeah, he just gave real kind of meds to follow. Awesome. wonder if he'll be at bar. I haven't seen him at bar, really. I've seen him once at bar. Usually he's like at PWG, PCW. Um, all right, so moving on <coughs> to NXT. Um... Dude, um, Almas, and they're doing great. They're killing it, huh? Killing yeah, I'm, it. I'm two weeks behind, so I Oh, haven't. man. Well, this week you had, uh, Killian Dane had a great match with Trent Seven. Nice. Um, I didn't see this one that was the on tonight, tonight, but this was, and then, so in what was probably their last match in NXT, Sonya Deville and uh Ruby Riot no holds barred match. Okay. Really good match. Nice. I'll be watching that then. No rope breaks. Nice. So yeah. So obviously Sonya Deville ended up picking up the win because yeah. of the no rope breaks. And she's got those but it was a really really good match. Nice. Phenomenal match. And then and then another phenomenal match. Um Cassius Ono had a mystery opponent in the, uh, they're doing that number one contenders tournament and it ended up being Gargano and that match was fucking, nice. cause these guys, I mean, they've, they've wrestled each other many times. A bunch of times, huh? And so they tore it down. Nice. I like Gargano. He's a, I he, love he's, he's a Johnny Gargano. He's fucking great. Yeah. He's fun to watch. He's been one of those guys I've been watching for the last, I mean, I think since the first time I saw him was in New Orleans in 2014. Oh man. And so, and the first time I saw KO was, um, live. I mean, I'd seen him on NXT, but then when he left NXT, we saw him at, it was the greatest, it's still one of the best things that ever happened at an indie show. Um, they, it was supposed, it was a QPW, this was in like February of 2014. So Hero had just, it had only been in the indies for like a month maybe. He'd shown up at like maybe one or two shows. Um, after his like 90 days ran out, you know, and, uh, 
And so we didn't, I had not expected him to show up, but so it was supposed to be Kevin Steen versus Adam Pierce. And, uh, and, but then they announced that Adam Pierce wasn't going to be able to show up and Kevin Steen was going to probably win by forfeit because they couldn't find an opponent. And, um, and then, um, I remember I turned around to my friend Emily and I'm like, dude, how crazy would it be if like Hero showed up? And right as I was saying that, Chris Hero comes because Steen gets on the mic and he's like, ref, count it. He's, Adam Pierce isn't coming. And it's right when the ref starts counting, Chris Hero comes through the fucking front door of the Elks Lodge. And they started the match and it was fucking dope. Nice. And I have a cool, you can actually go on my Brendo Man Instagram if you go back to 2014 and I have a 10 second video of, of Hero doing a pump kick right in front of me on Steen. It's fucking dope. Nice. Hells yeah. Cause that was one of Steen's last matches in SoCal. Yeah, yeah. Cause he got that signed later that see. year. That would have been cool to see. It's fucking dope. But that was the first time I saw KO. Yeah. Saw both KOs. Yeah. But I had seen Steen before that. Because he had come here. He, I saw him at QPW in 2013. All right. Yeah, dude. Um, that was when Emily saw him brushing, brushing his teeth (laughs) in the bathroom. (laughs) He's just a regular guy. Yep. Now he's he's a fucking WWE superstar. Um, so yeah, NXT's just been dope lately with the UK guys and yeah. and these shows that they filmed in Texas. Just they're like they just have that big show feel every week. And like I don't know, and they have so much talent right yeah, now. They do. They're just it's overflowing filled. with talent. Like it's crazy. And like they have they they're holding on to guys. They've got they've got they got fucking Leo Rush just sitting there. They got well, fucking Leo Rush. Is well, in Leo trouble. Rush is in trouble. He's in trouble. But uh, but eventually he'll get it because he's too good, man. He's too fucking good. Um, but they got Dijak. They haven't debuted yet. They got this German dude that's supposed to be like really good. This like Axel von Dieter guy or something. They've got um DJZ not DJZ uh Rockstar Spud. There you go, Rockstar Spud. Yeah, I was reading that the other day. They should sign DJZ also. Yeah. Um, but I know he has some health issues. Uh they got Gunner. They're just oh, sitting really, on really some of these Gunner, guys, dude. Nice. Yeah, dude. They got a bunch of these guys that they haven't even nice. had put on TV and, yeah. yet. And like, and think about all the guys they have right now. They're think all about the, they're all they have like all the performance they have like center. the whole ROH roster pretty much yeah. pretty soon. Because you know, I would say by next year, by December 2018, Keith Lee's in WWE oh, or I'm yeah. fucking like because I, so. I they they were uh, he was on their radar during Mania this year. Yeah, because yeah. I heard him talking about it. Yeah. I I might have heard some overheard. Conversations. I got. I. I was snooping. I got ears. I <laughs> snooped around a little bit. <laughs> just overheard a few things. Nice. Um. I. They want. They want Lee like bad. He's a big dude. Yeah. I mean, he's got WWE written all over him. Yeah. Because the two names that I knew they were really gunning for at that mania was Rush and Lee. Yeah. Cause I knew, I heard, cause I was also at Evolve and like, freaking Regal, like, I, he was all over them, like, he was all over them. Really? Yeah. 
man. And tired. and then it was like last year and like the year before in Dallas, like they were going after like the three guys they were going after that they still haven't gotten. Um, but the three the like like three guys like were were uh Saber, Osprey, and Ricochet. I like Saber, man. But all three of those guys are so hot now on the indies. They yeah. don't they're not they don't need that shit. They don't they don't need to go there, yeah. No. And I mean they and and Saber I mean did the Cruiserweight Classic, but he's not ready to just sign his life away. No way. He's they're all three of those guys. I mean Ricochet is the oldest, but think about Ricochet and I mean Osprey and Saber like early twenties. Yeah, they're young. They're young as hell. I mean Ricochet's pretty young too. He's like late twenties. Yeah, dude, Osprey reminds me of a young Bret Hart, man. Osprey's so fucking good. No, yeah, I mean, not Osprey, I'm Zach Saber. Saber, one of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like even more technical. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I like Zach Saber a lot. I like him a lot too. And I like, I like his heel persona. Yeah. But I also, I love that he's in Suzuki Gun. And I think he's awesome. Um, moving over to Lucha. Um, I just wanted to talk about the, um, fact that most of the Lucha Underground roster competed in last weekend's Aero Lucha TV pilot taping, which makes me wonder how real is the Lucha Underground return when, again, most of their roster, which is supposedly signed to exclusive contracts, um, competed in matches. So, I mean, we're talking about... uh so, according to this article on 4-in-1 Mania, it was, people are saying between 50 and 75% Hispanic fans, which I guess there's a lot of Hispanic Man. in Nashville. I would have never thought that. Um, they said there was like a thousand seats, but they don't know if that was papered or what. But then somebody says the majority was legitimately sold tickets. And the promotion was blown up because apparently they turned away a lot of people. You read Twitter, there were angry people. Really? Turned away. And apparently some people that bought tickets. Huh. So apparently the, the production was very high. Like lots of lighting and, and it was those Nazis. They made it worth it. The Nazis and Vince Russo. Yeah, Again, I read that. Vince, Vince Russo, Russo and Conan. I read that. That was so. My, I forgot to mention that. Fuck yes. this shit, dude. Yeah. Fuck I'm not watching anything this Vince Russo's shit doing with dude. Vince Russo and again Nazis. Yeah, I will never stop saying that. And, the Harris brothers are and Nazis. You know and, and when when uh, I read that Vince Russo was joining, I couldn't get out of my head the picture of the Harris brothers. Well, also, Standing in the and all you see is, is, think of is the, the yeah Vince him Russo and the Vince Russo from the back yeah, and this is oh, the man, man that has outright talked shit about lucha yeah about luchadors he de- he took I cannot believe Ray is working mask, for yeah. him he's the guy that took Ray's mask yeah. off he took Uvi's mask he took Psychosis's mask yeah I, he I'm, ruined their careers in Mexico yeah. I, I don't for a I, minute. I, I, I mean, can't they, watch anything. I either. just and this is the guy that he even he has no respect. No. for lucha. Like what the idiot. fuck? He's an idiot. Yeah. So I don't understand this at all. I don't understand how these. They must be throwing a lot of money around to get all these guys. Yeah, that's what I think but I'm like, is. what are these guys doing? What are they thinking? I don't know. And you know the rest Conan's are, probably the talking. Just want to make some money. I get it, but you're give, like this has to be burning a bridge with lucha underground. Unless I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what the fuck is going on. 
Maybe Conan's got some masks. So plans. Helms was working as a producer. So so it's basically the roster is Lucha Underground guys and Crash guys. Versus Crash guys, huh? So you've got like Rey Mysterio and Rush and John Hennigan and fucking Lucha Underground champion Penta and Willie Mack. Um, going by William McClinton. Really? So they're going by other names. I still don't think that's gonna fly. According, to, so who knows what the fuck is going on with our Lucha Underground contracts? This is well, where I, don't I know Sammy Callahan so still goes on the indies. Not on TV. Yeah, that is true. The only TV he's doing is TNA, and they have but a deal a with TV Lucha Underground. Pilot, yeah, this the is what. But if they get aired, picked up. Again, I'm telling you, but this is, this is where, again, I don't even think these guys will be doing this if Lucha Underground was actually coming back. I don't think any of these guys would be doing this. Well, if Lucha's not paying the bills right now, they need, they need to make money. Then Lucha Underground is fucked. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. So, um, then you got Willie Mack, you got Mr. 450, you got Damus 316, Masquerita Sagrada, El that's formerly El Torito. Then you got, you got, um, fucking Rebecca Hardy. Is that Rebby? Yeah, uh, Ruby Sky showed up. Yes. I read that and cut a promo. And then you got, uh, Lacey Lane and, uh, Kira and Taya. So these are women that are in Crash and, cause Lacey Lane and Kira. Then you got James Storm. This was his first yeah. post impact. Um, Trey Miguel, I don't know who that is. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. MVP. Um. So they had some big names. Maximo, which is Maximo Sexy from The Crash, formerly CMLL. Jack Edwards, which is Jack Evans. Jack Evans, yeah. Um, Hurricane Helms, Daga, Garza Jr., La Mascara. Like, they these are huge. These are like big main event Mexico, Mexico guys. They spent some money. Um, so this is where I'm like, they are partnered with The Crash. It seems like. Um, but Conan's not with the crash anymore. So this is wondering where I'm like, what's going to happen with these guys in the crash? I don't know. Um, so then you got Rey Mysterio Jr. Penna against John Pennigan and Rush. And like, yeah, dude, like this is a big show. Uh, Jerry Lynn was there. Um, they had like a lot of, looked like. Juventud Guerrera announced on Twitter he'd be working for Arrow next year. So I don't know, dude. See, they're they're pulling some big names. Those Nazis are hiring all the Mexicans. Oh, there's a lot of people on the comments that think the Harris. They're like, "Who sent in this report? The Harris brothers. Everything was perfect. The show was amazing." (laughs) So that's. Alright, so that's what's going on in the Lucha world. Over, moving on to the indie world. We gotta wrap it up here. Um, but we just got a few more things. Um, I went to Santino Brothers on Friday with Sean. It was awesome. Dude, I bet you that fucking Eli Everfly match was dope, wasn't it? it was dope as hell. Yeah, I saw You some see of the Sean's clips. clips. Um, I did if you go to our Twitter, was I that retweeted. The match of the night? Oh, I don't know. There was a lot of great yeah, matches. Nice, but uh, it probably was. It was really good. But if you go on there, I I tweeted the link on our Twitter. But they have a YouTube page, 
and they post most of their matches nice. on there. Eventually, these will go up there. So definitely check out the Santino Brothers YouTube page. Um, how's, how's their dojos? It's small. It was small and like the, they have the door open. So it got, bring a sweatshirt. It's it cold. Got cold. Huh? Um, uh, cause I didn't have my sweatshirt and I was getting cold. Okay. Like I, and you know how it was last Friday night. It was yeah, freezing. It's just like a warehouse. Yeah, right? it's a warehouse. warehouse with a ring in it. Huh? It's a warehouse with a ring in it. That's and it was... takes up most of the warehouse. So there's like a few rows of chairs and there's a bathroom. And that's about all that there's room for. I think there's a... I mean, you've seen it. It's on Total yeah. Divas. Like, Kendrick was... That's where he was training Eva Marie. There's a... In that... A dude, I, a dude I met at EWF is training over there to be a ring announcer. Or not a ring announcer. A, um, oh, with Kevin Condren? Yeah, he's training. Because I know Kevin Condren is doing the classes for ref and yeah, ring announcing. He's doing ring announcing there. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was a really great show. Really great. Uh, there were some people, like... Heather Monroe was just there hanging nice. out. She took some funny pictures with Sean because Sean was wearing his Heather Monroe shirt. Yeah. And we talked to her. We talked to all the, we talked to a lot of the wrestlers. Um, talked to Robbie Phoenix. Talked to Vandegrift. Nice. Uh, talked to Eli, of course. Um, and some of the other guys. Everybody was really cool. Nice. Um, but the first match was Tyler Bateman. I think he had another show to go to. Um, so man, tough guy. We're gonna yeah, dude. But he faced this guy I'd never seen before. His name was Dom Kubrick. He was working kind of a lover boy uh-huh. angle and he was really good. Really? Yeah. Um, then we had Lucas Riley and Robbie Phoenix. What's their name? Ariel Essence. Ariel Salt. Yeah. Taking on uh, Darwin Finch and Kodo Hero. So, Lucas, and, so what's it? Um, Jake Atlas pulled double duty because wasn't Jake Atlas in the in the Eli Everfly match too with Vandergriff? Yeah, but he wasn't in this match. It was Lucas Riley and Robbie Phoenix? Oh, I'm sorry, Robbie Phoenix. Oh, so it was oh, like because Ariel, so, Ariel Assault was. Um, oh Lucas yeah, Riley and yeah. Atlas. So yeah, so here's what it was. It, that's right. So that's right. Duh, because it was Robbie Phoenix. Who he and Lucas, so Lucas Riley came out and talked shit to Phoenix because you know Phoenix and Atlas are having this huge yeah. feud right now, beef, yeah. and um, so Lucas Riley kind of is siding with Atlas, but then like they have to team together, but then like they're not having it. So how was Lucas's promo skills? I've never heard him cut really promo. good. Like really? I mean, all I mean, he's definitely well, he's a young guy. He's, he's a young good. guy, but he's but I've never heard him cut a promo. He's pretty good. Nice, and then. Um, Atlas has this new gimmick where he's got this thing, the bomb squad. It's like his heel. It's still Jake Atlas, but he's like super heel and he has, he has these two flunkies and they're the bomb squad. And his whole thing is like, he's like, he'll say something and then those guys will say bomb, bomb. Like I'm the bomb. I'm bomb. Like, I don't know. It says bomb a lot now. I don't know if it's going to get over. Um, but it was pretty cool. I thought it was funny. And it he's like, so he's super healing it up, talking lots of shit to Robbie Phoenix. But they end up winning. And this match got really crazy with all kinds of, it was like a Christmas present match. And nice, like, it was a themed match. So there was all kinds of presents that they were hitting each other with. And it got a little nuts with like, um, like it was a dartboard and like some other shit that they were smashing each other with. And, uh, I don't know, it was pretty fun. And then, uh, 
Douglas James and Alonzo Alvarez had a great match. That would I that one I would expect, yeah. A really awesome submission match. match. Submission match. Nice. It ended up being for the title. Nice. They went from non title to for the title. So they just really they really gave it all their all, man. It was very impressive. Nice. And Alonzo's just getting so better good. And better, huh? Yeah. Um it was funny though, after the show, um, when I was walking around and and I was like, and you know, we kind of, I was like, great job, man. And I didn't know if he was going to keep healing it up, but he was like, thanks. He was no, like, he's mild, a super humble, super cool. nice guy. He's a su- I yeah. talked to him a, I just, a couple times. Cause he's always healing up. He's the one that like, he flipped my hat off once. He's always calling me four eyes. Yeah. You know, he did that to uh, the, the last uh, EWF. He did that to my son. Yeah. Flipped his hat totally off. Yep. But, uh, but no, he, um, I've met him at a couple shows at, after the EWF. Super humble dude, super nice guy. Like, you know, well, he's been wrestling you, for like you. less than a year. You know, thank you. You know, you yeah. give him praise. He, he takes it really. You know, I, it, yeah. I, I was really impressed because that's what I thought when I was going to come up to him and tell him, you know, oh, he's going to heal it up. Oh, he's going to tell me to go f off or yeah. something like that. You know, but uh no, he was really humble. It was it was really cool to see. Yeah, but and Douglas James is awesome. Yeah, Douglas James is cool and super nice. Yeah. Talk to him a little bit. Yeah, I've talked to him. Well, you know, Sean, Sean knows everybody. So yeah. if you, so when I'm with Sean, they'll talk to Sean for a little bit and then they all, so then they're super nice to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, you get, um, yeah, accepted by association. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and cause like Douglas James, like, like, like I thought I'm like, all right, all right. Cause like Sean was talking to him, I'm like, all right, we're going to go. And then, but then Douglas James is like, oh, and he's like, I'm like, I don't even know. He yeah. was really nice. And, uh, and uh and then Eli Everfly defeating Jake Atlas and Matt Vandegrift nice. in a fucking awesome match. I bet. You should definitely watch the videos on Deshaun's Two Cents um on his on his uh on his Instagram. Yeah, he and has some uh good videos of that match. Dude, like cause he got the the finish especially is fucking dope. Yeah. I was looking at my phone, which I need to stop doing that because I looked at my phone during the finish. Oh man. So Sean showed it to me on his phone. <laughs> I was like, it's dope. Um, it's a great match. Vandergriff is dope. Yeah, Vandergriff is good. They're all good. Then, like, as we, cause we predicted, like, this match is gonna be matched, and it pretty much was. But then in another great match, Andy Brown had never been in Santino Brothers before, making his Santino Brothers debut in the main event, losing to Brody King, but oh, great man. match. They tore it up. I bet you he got beat around. Oh, yeah. He? Yeah, beat around pretty I bet, good, dude. Yeah, Brody's a big boy. Yeah, oh yeah, Brody is great, and you could tell he was coming off that. He was. This was the day after that MLW show. Yeah, he had just flown in from freaking Orlando, but I think he had like. I think he was feeling pretty good nice. coming out of that because he had a great showing there. Nice. Um, I saw some gifts, and uh, so I think he was feeling pretty good coming off of that, and uh, him and Andy really tore it up. Nice, nice. So Andy and always puts on. Andy's a always great. So that was great. And then coming up, we got tomorrow Bar Wrestling Seven, and they've already announced the next show in yes. January. But this, the, we'll get to hear. But I'm excited because we got Hornswoggle, Ethan Page, we got Eli Drake now. I like Eli Drake. JTG. We got uh the reason why no um, Eli Everfly is because he's at Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Uh, Kendrick's running well, his the show. Same night? Yeah, 
Oh, I didn't know wrestling pro wrestling was tomorrow night also. It's running tomorrow night. Oh. That, that, that's another show I want to check out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, we got PP Ray tomorrow, Hot Young Briley, Super Panda, Killer Bays, Solo Darling. I don't think I've seen her before. Luchasaurus. Dick Justice. Uh, cheerleader Melissa, but as Raisha Saeed. Yeah, Saeed. Um, cause I think cheerleader Melissa, I think she's like retired. Like I think really? like cheerleader Melissa's retired. I don't know. Well, didn't she just wrestle at Rise? Oh yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. So she why is she wrestling as Raisha Saeed? I think just for fun maybe. Hey, maybe you can get more money. Mm. <laughs> playing, playing the, the Arab heel. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember, cause like, she never wrestled in TNA. I was like, why did they, no. they just she had her did. Cut, she, she, she was just there. She was just there. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, she was great with Kong. But, but, but she didn't do anything. She's an amazing wrestler. Yeah. I mean, I guess she started off as a valet for the Balor brothers. That's why cheerleader Melissa. I saw why... her wrestle a dude. Yeah, you were oh, saying man, that years, years ago. ago. Man, almost ten years ago. Well, she's been wrestling for like twenty years. Yeah. Um, and then we got. I still don't know. I'm I'm going back and forth on the Luch the San Diego show just because I'm pretty broke right now, and I need to save money oh, for man, WrestleMania. I go to that San Diego show. So you got I that do. Lucha Wonderland show, and then you got the Ground Zero show on the twenty third. I want to go to, but man, yeah, that's. I really want to go to that. Cause That's I mean, like, be you got Bateman against Dickie Mayer, Brody King against B-Boy, Tito and Ray Rosas against uh, Ruby Rays and Delilah Doom. That's just Eli that against Andy Brown. Card. Eli and Andy Brown are gonna tear that yeah. shit up. Lucas Riley and Jake Atlas against True Grit. True Grit are just really uh, kicking ass lately. They're feuding with Reno Scum like everywhere. Yeah. And they they're got a just, good like, gimmick too. Yeah. They got a really good gimmick. Dude, that fucking Barbed wire crazy match at Santino's. Oh, man. Yeah, I wish was I brutal. Corey Jackson versus SoCal Crazy. Jacob D's and Chower, Sour Ch- Charm, which I've heard really good things. It's Suarez and Biagio. Yeah, yeah. Um, teaming up against Rocket Boy, who I haven't seen, and AK Rombe. Those are the San Diego guys. I don't think they've been up here yet. One of them has. Oh yeah, you're saying yeah, Casey was Douglas really, yeah, was the EWF. Casey Douglas. It was really good. And then Alonzo taking on Vandegrift, which holy shit, that that's gonna good. be dope. So I really want to go to this show. We'll see what happens. That's we'll see cool if... Alonzo got on that card. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that, that's, that's a big a deal for big him. Show. Yeah. That's well, a... Especially cause this is like the first, this is kind of setting the tone for Ground Zero. Yeah. And what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to be there. I want to be there at the first show, you know. So we'll see. Maybe I'll just go down for the day. Because I really can't afford, like, a hotel room or anything like that. Um, yeah, but when the show ends at, what, 11? Oh, a fuck. Mishback. Yeah, that's true. That's a mishback. That, that's the only thing that gets me is that ride back. Especially if I, like, stoned. Yeah. Uh... Alright, January 5th, we got EWF and Covina yes. at the arena. After the crazy insanity that you witnessed, we built up that to that 10-man main event. Fidel, Ronchi, Rico, Che Cabrera, Saint Sinclair, and Biagio. No, that's gonna be at the San yeah. Bernardino one, I believe. This is, um, this is, really? I'm cut, yeah. Oh, okay. Usually the San Bernardino one is where they do the, the... Yeah, but this is the big the feud, feud blow-off. So and then Andy, Loco, Super Beetle, 
Jarrell Nelson and Davian Foreman, yeah. who are the tag, are the tag team champions. champions. Then you got Dickie Mayer taking on Alonzo Alvarez. That's, That's going to be, be fucking dope. That's their second time going at each other, too. <laughs> Vandegrift taking on Ty Ray. That's going to be, be dope. Adrian Quest versus Blood Eagle. So Lucha. Yep, yep. Sergio against a mystery opponent. Because they're making him wrestle another match. To get his contract. To get his though. contract. Should be interesting. Then on the sixth in San Marino, so you're gonna be gone. Yeah, I'm gonna miss both. But I'm gonna shows. be doing this double shot here because then in San Bernardino on the sixth on Saturday, we got main event, Kayam taking you're on right, Fidel yeah. Bravo, Uptown Andy Brown. Was this supposed to be a hair versus mask match? Yeah, I remember they talked remember about they that. Talked about that. So we'll see. I doubt it'll be that, but that that would be cool. Then we got Dickie Mayer versus the Vegan Superman. We got Tyree and Eric Cross versus Super Beetle and Adrian Quest. That'll be good. We got Davian Foreman versus Dr. Kruger. And Vandegrift versus Alonzo. Again. Wait. No. Because Vandegrift, Tyree. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be dope. That'll be good, too. But I think that was in... Uh, I don't know. I feel like that match just happened before. The two good cards. It's really good. Those are going to be good shows. Yeah. Um, we got PCW on the 19th. Um, they've pretty much finalized the card. I really want to go to this January 27th AWS show. Where's that at? Um, oh, okay. The Southgate. Southgate. Yeah. Okay. You got Bateman versus Jake Atlas for the good. AWS championship. Evil East. Yeah. That would be versus cool. Versus Shotzi. Kratos and Super Beast versus Bad Dude Tito and Rico. You got Ruby Rays versus Dynamite DD versus Delilah Doom. Little Cholo taking on Andy Brown. Dickie Mayer versus Suede Thompson. That'll be a good match. Desi Dorada versus Barbie Hayden and B-Boy versus Steven Tresario. And then PP Ray, the tag team champions versus Eli Everfly and, uh, Jarrell. That'll be a good show. Hell yeah. I might want to drive to that one. I'd be down for that, dude. Um, so Mia Yim was supposed to be there, but she's out with an injury and she will make her AWS debut. It's been announced on the June 30th show, okay. which is usually a big show because it's Bart's, the promoter's birthday. Uh, one time I, if you, I always see this match on cage match. If you're looking up local SoCal guys, they did it like, it was like three or four years uh, ago. They did like a 125 man battle royal. On Bart's birthday. <laughs> and like ridiculous. everybody was in it. That's ridiculous. Like everybody was in it. It shows up on everybody's page. Man, that's, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure that's on video somewhere, so I gotta find it. Um, just announced, um, oh, confirmed was, uh, they have announced that PWG is on the 12th. They haven't said when tickets go on sale. So now I'm stressing about that. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, but on, they did just announce ROH gonna be in Vegas. Yes. March 9th and 10th. But more interesting, they've narrowed down, apparently they've narrowed down the young, the, I saw that. the elite show to, on, between Ontario, Ontario and, Chicago. and Chicago. Now here's the thing. The more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm like, they gotta be planning some fucking crazy thing. Because when you think about it, 
the biggest ROH shows have drawn like maybe a couple thousand. Yeah, no, they're looking to make. So, and then like on, think about Ontario, WWE drew like 6,000. Yeah. The Luchas, and that's WWE. And that's what people that large know. And you gotta be yeah. attracting this to a big but the audience. Young bucks do have yeah. a following. But, they but they do, and teams. again, they have a big following in ROH, and they draw a couple thousand. Yeah. So to get up to that 10,000, I'm sorry, but nothing short of fucking CM Punk himself, and maybe even, not even that, it's gotta be something fucking nah. huge. It's got if they want to sell ten thousand tickets, it's got to be something Man, fucking what if they were huge. To, what if they were to put a fucking Kenny Omega Chris Jericho match? Okay, on? you know what what's I mean? the most that New Japan has drawn here? Well, we, they've only done one show. Like, you can't really gauge it on one show. That's true. You but know what I mean, you gotta, I mean, they'd have to, even that, and even that one show didn't have a. It would have to be in Jericho if they do Omega Jericho. But why would they do that at that show and not their own? Yeah, that's true. If that's going to happen on the United States soil, that's going to happen in the pyramid. Yeah. And we're going to fucking be there for that shit. Um, so, again, what what do they have up their sleeve? I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of speculation. <laughs> um, I just, to sell 10,000 tickets. And it's you know they want to like sell 10,000 tickets. Uh, Bullet Club pay-per-view. But to even like come close. Sold out. Yeah, which was the worst. Yeah show in the history of shows yeah so they gotta really so the more i'm thinking about it, the more i'm like maybe <laughs> i don't know maybe they, they're getting too big for their I, britches. I hope i don't know or maybe they have some crazy thing up their sleeve i hope they have some crazy thing i i believe they have to, some thing up they their really sleeve. have to sell ten thousand tickets that, that, they're that, hot right now though yeah but again they're, they're hot. hotter than wwe I mean, you. Turn but as far as drawing, TV, there's Bullet Club shirts all scattered yeah, through the audience. ROH shows aren't selling out. Yeah, they're only on the East Coast. The RO, you know, I think they saying, would, as I hot think as they, they are here in California, they would. They sell don't out. sell out in Vegas. They always go to. There's so much shit to do in Vegas. That's, I'm just saying, like, you and know? even if they do ten thousand to go, that's yeah. a huge number. It's a big number. It's a ginormous yeah. number. For a live event, I don't know, man. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, even on like the biggest shows, the biggest indie shows during WrestleMania week, where all the wrestling fans are, all yeah. the diehards, and you're still only going like two thousand, three thousand, and that's the kind of people you'd be drawing yeah. mostly from. And I'm saying even those biggest shows yeah, that I've been to with the biggest guys, the biggest cards. In indies, you're still looking, it's still topping out. Yeah, so yeah. again, they're gonna have to come up with something crazy. And if they're, if they're this far along, they must already have it planned oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause they wouldn't, I'm, those guys are too smart. Yeah. To be doing this without a crazy plan. So I'm very excited, but I also surprised just like, everybody with Jericho. Fuck? That Jericho shit is nuts. They surprised everybody. Dude, have you so, seen like when he, he? I saw him. He attacked. Him up. Yeah. He beat the fuck out of. He beat the fuck out of Omega, and then Omega attacked him at the press conference. Yep. So this is like this is good. amazing. Yeah. Uh, but then coming up March twenty fourth, AWS, which is their big anniversary show, 
They're bringing in Jessica Havoc. She's going to be taking on Ruby Rays nice. in AWS. And we got Funny Bone. I like Funny Bone. Taking on Jake Atlas. That'll be a high-flying match. Brody King, Eric Watts. Big boys. So they got a lot of stuff. There'll be more announcements on that. Of course, March 25th, the next day, New Japan, yeah. Long Beach. You know we're going to be there. Um, interesting news on the AWS side. Chris Wolf, who just won the AWS Women's Championship, her first title defense will be in Japan. Yeah, that's pretty cool. In a couple Local weeks. Southern California title being defended. Against in Japan. Scarlett Bordeaux. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, as you pointed out, I think before we recorded, uh, James Storm yeah, gonna be has been added to Maverick Pro, which Maverick Pro, there's a lot of controversy. I want to go to see James Storm. I just don't know if I want to be, you know, supporting. Just don't know. It's a questionable. I don't know, and that's why I can't support it, because I don't know. You need to ask Sweet Thompson what's going on. Um and Eli and Tito. Yeah. Not Tito. Well, all those guys. E- either way, you know. Fidel's was talking some it's shit. It's one too. of those things that if I if I don't know, then I. So yeah, they're bringing in, but they're obviously pulling some big moves. If this is how they're going to try and get people to get over this, bringing in James Storm is a good start. Is a good, but I mean, from I don't know, I'm not buying it. Uh, but yeah, that's December 23rd. So they're also going up against uh, Ground Zero. Yeah. So how many? And then what kind of names are they going to be able to get? If you look at who's Ground Zero's bringing in, Ground Zero's got a stacked card. So you know, um, so but they are bringing in Kevin Cross, him to take on James Storm for the vacant Maverick Pro title, which was vacated by Sway Thompson. Yeah. So that's happening, and they also announced they're running shows in January and February. So they're like, we're doing this, motherfuckers. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe they do one show, half the people, they lose half their attendance, and they're done. And they're done. We'll have to see. So we'll see. Um, other shows coming up, like I said, PWG on the 12th. Sean told me that apparently Alan is posting all the QPW updates on his personal Facebook page, and I'm not friends with him. Really? So I got to f- befriend Alan on Facebook to find out what's going on on because they have a Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck isn't he posting the stuff on there? Because apparently they're doing a show on the 13th. I don't know who's on yeah. it. Thornstow, because he's the champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure it'll be a good show. Especially since, of course, since PWG is the Friday. You know, some of those guys are going to be wrestling at QPW. Yeah. And what's really exciting, I don't know if you saw this, is that PWG on the 12th is going to be Mystery Vortex. Do you know what that means? No, I don't. They means that the card is a mystery. We don't know oh, who's on whoa. that card. We don't know who's going to be there. Mystery Vortex 4, not so great. Mystery Vortex 3, Super Dragon came back. Really? So it can be a hit or miss. Hit or miss, huh? Uh, so I'm excited, though. I think it's going to be super dope. Um, You know Ricochet is going to be there yeah. now that he's the champ. And uh I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Crazy. Um, Ricochet's the champ. I don't know if Chucky e. T will get a rematch right away or if some crazy new challenger shows up. Shit, what if Kenny Omega shows up? That'd be uh, cool. Be fucking dope. Yeah. Um, 
I'm hoping or Michael Elgin. I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping we get Austin Aries at Mystery cool. Vortex or Neville. Neville, you think he's going back? I think he's back. Oh man, that would still would be cool. I think Neville joins up with uh, Sammy and KO. That would be cool. I think that happens. Break him away from the 205. Yeah. Get him away from that. He's super over. Yeah, he's way over. If he came back and went with them, dude. Yeah. Fuck. He looks looks bigger than a 205 guy, too. Yeah. So. Plus, they don't need him as much anymore now that they've got. I mean, they're bringing in a Tommy. Yeah. Supposedly, they're bringing in Rockstar Spud. Which he'll be great there. I heard Tommy was going to get pulled up to the roster. Or they were thinking about it to replace Swan. Well, but I think I guess that fell through. Well, he's definitely. I mean, he's on two hundred five, and Swan was on two hundred five. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, now they have another slot. But put him, put him up there in the championship picture. Oh yeah. That's well, definitely he's gonna because he Enzo can't face Kalisto. Yeah, forever, forever. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Because Tommy, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be right there. Um. All right, then we got PCW on the nineteenth with Muda and those guys, um, and then just and then we got. I'm gonna definitely, even if I don't get to drive, I'm gonna go to the crash. It's on the twentieth. Nice. Um, because I'm definitely not going to Rival Pro. <laughs> yes. Rival Pro was running on the 20th. Although they look they like they are bringing in card. the Carnies, which Sean insists that the Carnies are the new hotness. He's going, he's not going to the crash. He's going to Rival Pro just really? to see the Carnies. But I still don't trust those guys to run a good show. I don't know. What if you go out there to see the Carnies and then they get cut for time again and you don't get to see them? You don't get to see them, yeah. Or some other bullshit. This is only their third show, though. I don't so trust I don't those guys to run a good show. I don't. I don't think they've been in the industry long enough. I think there's just a couple kids that... Yeah. But I don't know them, so well, I can't really... I can't we'll have Sean go as our correspondent. Yeah, Hot Tub go. Guy. Check him out. Facebook.com slash Dashaun's Two Cents. D-A-S-H-A-W-N-S. Two. Number two. Cents. C-E-N-T-S. Check them out. Got some great interviews. I got to put there. a link on our page because mbwspod.com and Sean doing some reviews for a real kind meds. A yeah, new re- reviewer. And uh, yeah. Um, so over in New Japan, you had Jericho ambushing Kenny at the World Tag League finals. Beat the shit out of him. Then you had uh, Kenny ambushing Jericho at the Beat press the conference. Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and then in a surprising to me, uh, Sonata and Evil winning the World Tag League. Um, I was kind of bummed it wasn't like best friends or yeah. some actual tag team, but New Japan tends to do that. They just kind of partner guys up well, and it makes sense because they're in, at least they're in the same faction, yeah, exactly. but they already they're, have the, they already the have the right? trios belts. So I'm wondering if they're going to lose the trios uh, belts yeah, at one of the road two shows. So, cause otherwise they're not going to have a trios match at Wrestle Kingdom. Cause they're not gonna have him wrestle twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I mean, I'm excited for Sonata and Evil taking on Killer Elite Squad or Wrestle Kingdom. And I'm, this makes me think that maybe we're gonna see a, uh, a, uh, 
Los Cinco Bernables like taking home a bunch of belts That'd be from cool. Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure it's Naito. Style. Yeah. You know. I think Naito is going to beat Okada. You think so, huh? Okada's he, had the belt for over a year. No, and didn't. it's Naito's yeah, time, and that would be a good cap to the story of like you know the whole like he lost his main event opportunity at Wrestle Kingdom three years ago. Yeah, and, and now, now he's worked again. his way up, and he's here again, and he's gonna win. Yeah, that makes sense. And a long journey. Yeah, and he's gonna beat. He can beat Okada. Beat the Rainmaker. Yeah. So I Okada's think sick. Oh, I like Okada. He's so good. Yeah. Shit. Best drop kick in the business. Yeah, Okada's good. Um, and then since we already talked about my one last note was this Elgin stuff is crazy, but we already talked about that. Fucking Elgin. So I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with him in New Japan. It seems like they don't care so much about this domestic abuse stuff, That's but weird. they do care about, about the weed. text messages about Jeff Cobb, and, yeah, and, and they and definitely that. care about weed. And, yeah, with Matt Riddle. Poor Jeff Cobb, losing all his tag team partners. Man. Okay. Although it seems like good riddance to Michael Elgin. You know what, though? I don't think Jeff Cobb needs a drama. He's doing great. I've been watching him. Elgin was talking serious shit about him, which really makes me disappointed in Elgin, because like these text messages, was, he's talking serious shit. No shit. Yeah. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. Can't say it to people's face. Shouldn't be saying it. No, I and mean, he, he's so full of himself. He thinks he's like the hottest shit ever. I bet you Jeff Cobb would kick his ass. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Cobb's a beast. He is a beast. Olympic athlete. Um, all right. Well, we better wrap it up. It's almost midnight. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to no, add? Man, no, Got anything no, else no. going on? Check out Real Kai Meds for 20.com. Hit us place up. Your, place your order with us. Get some sticky icky. You got, got the goods right now. Can I get another hit off that yeah, pen? Definitely. So these pens are bright. Bright labs. Yeah. That's the sweet and sour sativa. Although it's feeling like more like an indica now because I'm getting kind of lazy. All right. Be sure to check out the other shows. Uh, the Benview Network, benviewnetwork.com. Check out my other show, uh, Radio Brendo Man. I just published a new episode featuring interviews with comedians Alice Fraser and Chris Mancini from uh, LA Podfest talking about the world today and also talking about comedy and movies and shit. And uh, so, yeah, it's RadioBrendo.com or once again, BenviewNetwork.com. Lots of great shows there. And check us out, mbwspod.com. All right, so for Massive Buds Wrestling Show, I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm Stoner Keith. And we'll see you next time. Stay high. And check out your local indies. See you later. Later. Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.